Be who you are. Acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. Welcome back. I am your hostess, Shannon McGuire, and this week we're talking about free. Free. Now, this is a word that is very intriguing to me. It's a word that brings up lots of thoughts and energy and feelings. Free. What is it to be free? What is it to have free? What is free? This little word nerd kick came about because (laughs) I'm switching my focus professionally. I guess you can call it professionally. I'm answering my call. How about that? And as I've been doing this, there's no shortage of advice and opinions. Oh, advice squeezes you, opinions poke you. And it's interesting when people come into my world and they want to share things with me that work. And what's very interesting about that is sometimes I don't ask. Sometimes it's just people that feel the need to just give that information. Or sometimes I do ask, and it's the same information. You should do this, and you should do that. And you should, and you should, and you should. Oh, stop shitting on me, will you? So time out. Free. Coming back to free. The whole point is put out free stuff. Just keep putting out free stuff, and eventually somebody will buy from you. Does anybody realize this? Nothing is free. Something took energy. It's not always about money. Money is just a form of energy. Super simple. It took energy. Think about the chair you're sitting in. Think about the clothes on your body. Think about the food digesting in your belly. Think about the toilet you sit on. Think about all the things. Somewhere, at some point in time, someone invested energy in that. And there was an exchange, one way or another, that ended up having you receive it. You probably put some money into it. Somebody probably gave it to you. You might have found it, whatever it may be. But energy was always there. So I got on this little kick of like, man, I'm so sick of hearing free, free, free. If you own something, you value it more. If you put in, then maybe you have more of an energetic attachment to it of worth and value and care. Free just seemed to denote to me trends, fads, whether that's fear, anger, disgust, sadness, and Shadenforder or just fads of like follow the fad, follow the crowd. This is what's in. This is what's popular. That's what I see a lot. I know when I was a kid and I grew up, we tried our damnedest to be different in some ways. And it was born out of being surrounded by so many people that did the same thing, looked the same way. And it's not just tied to biology. That's clothing. That's the brands they wore. That's the music we listened to, all the things. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing always, but in a sea of culture where folks are doing the same thing and following the same advice and opinions, where's there room for that individuality? And then we go too far on individuality where it's like, I am so different that nothing can contain me. Then it becomes difficult. So where is the point in this? It's the freedom. At the end of the day, we have the freedom to believe what we want. It is so incredibly powerful. We have the freedom to believe what we want. We have the freedom to do what we want. But there are rules. There's laws. There's legalese. There's things in place to keep us in line. And that's a good thing because we have pathologically challenged folks out there that, you know, like Michael Myers waiting in the wings. We don't want that. No Halloween here. But when it comes to free, it was more than just free of not paying, not costing. See, that's the thing. Everything has a cost. Everything has a payment. Think about what you give your attention to. 
Think about what you pay attention to. Think about where you invest your time and energy. Think about that. Think about those words. So then free became a whole different thing where it's like, okay, what's the etymology of free? It was interesting. As I dug through and looked, it was like, hey, it was rooted in like expressing love. Hmm, That's interesting. Took me back to the 60s and 70s. Well, I didn't live through it, but, you know, I saw it on TV. For this whole age of freedom, freedom to express, freedom to love, freedom to decide, power. Now, for me, power is the ability to make decisions for myself and sometimes others. And I know I always have it, but I also know there's constructs and rules and laws and legalese that one way or another I consent to by living where I live and choosing what I choose and deciding what I decide. So other decisions are predicated upon my conformity to the others. And this is what gets wild to me. Okay, I probably sounded really complicated, so let me simplify with an example. You ever accept a job? And you go through the hiring process, you go through your orientation, you sign all your paperwork, and then you get dumped into the culture. You spend a couple of months there, maybe a couple of years, and then all of a sudden you look around, you're like, I don't really like this culture. And then you start doing something different. You start dressing different. Maybe you create your own schedule. Maybe you do work a different way that doesn't really fit into the main culture and the norm. And then all of a sudden you might find yourself reprimanded. And then you're like, why are you reprimanding me? This is my freedom to... Express and choose. And an HR can pull out that handbook like what you signed and this is what you agreed to. See, that's the missing link <laughs> in so many ways. What did you consent to? What did you agree to? You signed your name to it and now you change your mind. Did you notify me? So I think we live our life this way, whether it's parenting, whether it's work, whatever it may be. This freedom seems to be hinged upon what we've consented to, but not always. We have the ability to discern and decide what we want to change, when we want to change it. But there also comes a level of respect and acknowledgement to what we've already consented to. So free can be very interesting. It can be very, very interesting. Freedom and who decides when you're free. If it's tied to laws and legalese, well, we know that's the judicial side of things. We know if it's tied to teenage choices and decisions. It's usually the parent, although the teen will be like, no, I make my own rules. I'm free. Goes home, doesn't pay rent. <laughs> Goes home and still eats the food that parents buy. Lord, when I think back to me being a teen, some of the things I'm like, mm-mm, free. And what's free? Is free energyless? What's energyless on this planet? Everything is taking some form of energy, some form of investment, some form of payment. So maybe free doesn't always have to tie to money. Maybe it ties to decisions and the power we have to make those decisions. And maybe some folks just don't have it. Maybe they don't see that they have it. Maybe they're unaware that they have it. And maybe some people like that. Whatever free may be, the etymology of free shows us that it was rooted in love. And let's not forget that. We can be free to love. We can be free to care. We can be free to be. When I think back to free, it takes me back to childhood and being young before the critical faculty of the mind sets in where it regulates what we see in the world and how we view certain beliefs. Before pop culture comes in and tells you who to be and how to think and all the things. For free, I think back to childhood and the ability to just fly. You ever put a towel around your neck and walk on the back of the couch and make that leap and you're like, I'm flying. I'm flying. 
See, I grew up in the Care Bear generation. So I grew up in a time where it was believed that we would help improve the world. We would make things better. So me and my friends, we would do that. We would practice shining our Care Bear powers. And I think that's needed. I think the freedom to be joyful. I think the freedom to be happy. I think the freedom to find the good and the bad is much needed right now. There's all kinds of shortages of help and support if we look at things just from the clinical perspective. But I think there's a tremendous amount of support that we have in our own households through moms and dads and other caregivers. And I believe if we arm those caregivers and those folks with more tools to feel good about being themselves, recenter in their heart, walk through life feeling like they're ready to take on the difficult and challenging and being a source of recharge for others, I think we'll see dramatic improvement and well-being across the world. We can be free to choose and decide what's best for us without intentionally harming others. And that seems to be even more difficult today because what do we mean by these words? Which is why I enjoy words and unpacking words and what they mean and where they stem from. Because it fosters a comprehension and intentionality as I select them. So I'm working on it. So free. What is free? What does it mean to you? And where might you need to be a little more free today? Be who you are. Acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. I encourage you to check out SupremeMoms.com, where you'll find tools and insights to help you live more days feeling good about being yourself.